Blind your eyes, steal your tongue. You'll take it when you're over. In the words of the great Brent Musburger, you are listening live to the Barely Watchables podcast. I'm your host, as always, Gene Siskel III. And this week we watched a movie. Well, I think this movie is a disservice to the word movie. <laughs> what, what, what should we call this? Should we call this a movie? It was definitely a film. I don't know if we could call it a, a conceptual movie. Well, I'll take the blame on this because we did something that we normally don't do, and we actually took a suggestion from a friend, and uh, the friend I'm not going to name, it rhymes with Schmatt Schmaler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this movie was horrible. Yeah, you're not getting off this easy deflecting the blame, but before I blame you even further, um, we're going to take our ceremonial shot. Of screwball this week. Cheers. Prost. Mm. And oh, peanut butter. Oh yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Again, this film doesn't have a plot or acts. It doesn't have like a sequence, so I don't know how I think what we're just gonna have is just an open discussion. All three of us are the hosts. But I do wanna say, or I guess the only thing I wanna host is that this movie starts with two old teenagers heading to a party in the woods. <laughs> and now, where do we want to go with this podcast from here? Well, first, I'm going to start right off that, um, they, you know, the movie, they was so... Do we even say the name? It's Suburban Sasquatch. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure everyone will, he, will see it on the title. But, <laughs> you know, director Dave Wiskavich, Suburban Sasquatch. Go ahead. And I think the budget was, like, under... Four thousand dollars. It was very, it was, uh, very. Yeah, you knew that right away when you saw it. Well, so that's why I looked it up, and then it also said because he spent so little money, he did everything during the day. So everything was like CGI'd at night, but you knew it was during the day. Like you could tell yeah. by looking. Well, well, everything was during the day. When the police officer turned his headlight, that big monster headlights that the cops have on the front of their cars. Yeah. And it was like light out, and he put the headlight on, and I was like, "What's going on for that? Why, why are you putting your headlight on? I mean, everybody can see everything right now." So the scene in the beginning when they're supposed to be driving in the middle of the night, it's like probably noon. <laughs> they didn't have the lighting that they needed for this for this film. I think I mean we said that it, this film made no sense, but I feel by the we'll talk about it as we get in here. But by the by the mid part of the film you started seeing it and there was definitely a message that the director wanted us to learn and we can talk about oh, that because yes. is there usually a word that we want to well, describe or you yeah. want to start with somewhere else well you guys go first your one word to describe this movie well you know I I'm going to say two words again I know sometimes I do that but I'm going <laughs> to say dollar store <laughs> and the reason for that is I think every prop everything that was bought in here was bought at the dollar store the policeman's hat. Come on, <laughs> everything was in. I don't think your kids would wear that as a Halloween costume. Sacagawea, um, the girl Sacagawea yes. Tala, or whatever her name is. Um, I saw that that uh, that whole bow set at Waldrug on South Dakota, <laughs> Again, where I yes, just came that, from. It was it was like that's like it's the dollar like everything store. Everything was there. bought at the dollar store. <laughs> 
Yeah, so my one word is spirituality. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> halfway through this movie, That's I realized good. this is all about spirituality and nature, and we'll get into that in a little bit. I also have two words. Well, in theory, it's one word, but I added a second word to emphasize the first word, and the two words are deeply upsetting. <laughs> there, This movie was an astronomical 100 minutes, and I... It was way, way too long. If I went outside with the scissors and tried to cut the grass f- for 100 minutes, that would have been more productive than watching this movie. <laughs> this movie felt like one scene that was just spliced over and over and over again. Like, I was almost stuck in a time loop. They, yeah. Definitely, this movie should have been, like, a, a 30 or 40 minute movie. Easily. Easily. Well, the thing is, it's considering that the other movies we've been watching were, were short. Like an hour and ten yes. minutes, and they were Perfect. actually, like, had some plot and substance and yes. stuff. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that. Well, I thought, in the beginning stages, this movie kind kind of had a few comedic moments like thanks killing but then it stopped and got like you said serious there was a message so that's where it, right it lost bat, me when you, when you when you throw in uh like a, like a white dude he's supposed to be a native american old man and he's a white old man he's not even old really he doesn't look like your grandfather or whoever he's supposed to be the and he's doing this little ritual and he's wearing like the stereotypical native american you know and Right away, I'm like, dude, this is bad. Like, this is this guy. This is some well, super the guy fake who stuff made right it, uh, uh, David. Uh, what, how do you say his last name? What's Wasgavich. Um, I thought after the movie was over, I thought he was probably. Uh, first of all, I, I guarantee you, he meant this to be a serious movie. You could tell he was trying to throw in all these like little uh, hints of you know man, Actually, nature against you know man and. But he tried to do like too much. He tried to put, yeah. throw a love story in there. He tried to throw the old good cop, bad cop. He tried to throw. He just tried to throw, throw too much into who the movie was, that didn't need to be. I actually, hold, hold that thought. Who was the love story in this movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, am I missing something? Tala and Rick. Rick. Tala and Rick. They kissed at the end. Yeah, come on. Loser Rick. <laughs> I'm just starting out. Rick is the biggest fucking asshole. Loser. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the two cops were the no, love story. Well, possibly. <laughs> well, the other love story was between. John and his wife, wife before yes. she got taken. <laughs> yes, we'll talk about her. Too. The beast. I mean, right away when they're going, those that couples going down the street, you see that this beast moves in like flashlight reflex. I mean, he's quick. In, in in a couple scenes, I thought he was on rollerblades. It's how fast that he was rolling through everything. He might have been because I don't know if you noticed they show a lot of that stuff. They didn't show his lower part of his legs because I'm sure they had him like up on a box. Yeah. Because when you show him at a distance, it was just a. First of all, right right off the bat, whoever didn't see this movie, worst outfit ever. If I think it was a gorilla they just, outfit. They just, they, they just used a gorilla outfit from Trading Places. It, a gorilla outfit with big, big ass boobs. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask, was Sasquatch a male titties. or female? Because those yeah. were some. <laughs> Melons. <laughs> you know, this was female my... qualities, but it kept on kidnapping women. So I don't know if it maybe. Well, you know, that that's was something about the. That's. I have a big point. I want to talk about was Bigfoot raping the captive women? I, I thought yes. so. They were hinting at that, weren't they? Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I, yes, definitely. <laughs> it was definitely a creepy, creepy, creepy thing. Especially the the cave that they lived in was. It's all with tarps. I never well, seen cave with tarps before. It was basically but... someone's living room. They just threw like tarps in the background. That's all that was. And it didn't seem like they were chained up or they were on like yeah they had they had um, branches that they were or, <laughs> that they were tied. They with. couldn't escape from like three twigs. Well, if I if I'm correct, like in the beginning, one of them was hanging, and the other girl said to the other one like, "How long have you been here?" And she didn't know. 
and she says something, he'll take me away or take you away, and then comes back. So yeah, he guarantees he's banging them and bringing them back, and <laughs> hanging them back up, and keeping so, them yeah. for later. Yes. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but right away, we're introduced to the two of the main characters. I think. I mean, you think it's Rick and Tala, but it's really John and Steve, the the cops. I think those are two of the main characters. I mean, they they have definitely more screenplay time than I think any other characters in this in this movie. And it's like Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> if there was two more bad-fitting uniforms on a police officers in any movie, two worse actors, please let me know. And two worse actors. <laughs> Those uniforms were fucking atrocious. Did you well, notice that there was paper taped to their shirt? Like the badges say, and the stripes I, I were paper. I thought it was like mache. duct tape or something, but it was just like... Stri- like you had no like uh, medals, no stripes, no nothing. Just like <laughs> this plain-ass brown... <laughs> Paper, Neither one of them paper. knew how to shoot. They had fake guns. They didn't have holsters. It no. was a shirt. It was a dress shirt. Big. It was a tan dress shirt with a right. burgundy tie and paper like yeah, they super glued. Yeah, they super glued or glued a paper on there. It was it was right off the bat. You see that um, that Steve Parker is the one of the cops, and um, he's at the one of the worst crime scenes you could possibly ever see. I mean, there's limbs and blood everywhere. First of all, he's like, oh yeah, it's kind of pretty bad out here. Right away, he calls Buddy Rick to come and. Do some investigative reporting. Don't be confusing when you say cops because there were so many cops in this movie. Which which, which cop are you I'm talking, talking about? about? Steve Parker, the oh, okay. the Latin dude. The Latin dude. He's the worst actor in the whole movie. <laughs> Every time there's a serious scene, he just can't do it. And I had to give a shout out because the actor's name is Juan Fernandez. I just want to do a shout out, Juan. If you're listening to anything, man, <laughs> I'm giving you a shout out because you were the worst. <laughs> And the reason I, I joked with the cops because they had two cops in this town, and that was it. So oh my God. why hasn't the city? Or like park been shut down because the police know about at least five deaths the the chubbier cop mentions that okay this is the fifth or sixth they know that and and when rick is that the guy's the reporter's name rick rick, rick thank you rick carlin okay rick when he was with that random guy in the bar who i think was his friend he said hey remember those this is verbatim hey remember those murders last week no one is looking into them <laughs> and then John is just sitting in his office constantly reading a magazine if he's not patrolling. So what, my question is why yeah, why hasn't why aren't they so, doing anything about especially since these murders? since John's past. John has been haunted by this Sasquatch from all the way back in was it Oregon that's where he yes, came from originally. Yeah. Um it's just funny. He's like John doesn't want to tell nobody that there's these murders happening, but John does want to take care of these himself. So somehow it's like he doesn't want to report it because he wants to to solve the, the crime. So is Sasquatch following the chief because he murders or takes his wife in Oregon and then that nobody knows or hears of anything in the news about Sasquatch. There's no reports of it. And then he's showing up in Pennsylvania now where this chief is. And maybe, I mean, maybe he thinks this chief is that much of a player where he keeps on getting fine women. So he's just trying <laughs> to follow this chief from town to town to see what kind of women he gets. But Dude, that I that made that's the thing that made no sense to me at all is why this Sasquatch moved from Oregon. I mean, the only reason would be this John, who's not even a really a big character in the movie. I mean, really, besides the fact that he's trying to hunt him down, he doesn't. I mean, it's obviously all about Sacagawea and and, <laughs> and Tala and, and and the dude, you know, Rick. That's really the stars of the movie. So I'm kind of confused. I mean, this Sasquatch is everywhere in this movie. He's coming across everyone in every place, but yet this reporter and these cops just simply cannot find the Sasquatch. But all they have to do is just stand still, and I feel like he'll <laughs> appear because he's he's a, if this is like a, probably a city of like twenty thousand people, and he's 
hit up every spot in this. And we should town. say that he's a ghost Sasquatch or something, where he can yeah. he can come and go. He's like disappears. Tala he... explains that though. She does say that uh, <laughs> Bigfoot can like get into your mind. He can like. Well, yeah, he's like mushrooms and yes. like and like and like. Uh, like a, de- a I, psychedelic fish. I stuff, never knew that. I mean, like maybe that. the maybe if people who like actually follow Bigfoot and Sasquatch knew that, but I never knew that he was like could like disappear like Predator. And I don't know that, but I, I do. I have done acid and and I have done <laughs> magical mushrooms, and I don't ever remember seeing Sasquatch at all disappearing <laughs> or reappearing. So I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, has there been a a more condescending line than when Tala tries to explain alternate realities and <laughs> planar regions to Rick. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing. He's like, "Have you ever? Don't you? Don't you? Have you ever witnessed any spirituality?" He's like, "Yeah, I went to Catholic school for a little bit." <laughs> Rick, is, Rick is just a total asshole. Um, did, are you going to go in order? Because did you, you want to talk about? Um, well, I mean, well, the very I, beginning is when um, Tala and Suppose your grandpa were like yeah. having some kind of spiritual meeting. Now, come on, a grandpa looked like the owner of the pizza joint down the street. <laughs> he wasn't Indian. He looked like Gino, the pizza owner. At, he had his big Italian nose. He just was so Italian. It, it, and is Mexican, by the way. She's like her last yeah. name Sanchez. So yeah, I, it was it great. Was, it was it was interesting. <laughs> um, as there, as the Sasquatch is moving along, one of the first. Second kill scenes is um, the two fishermen. I thought those guys were kind of oh, cool. Yes. <laughs> those guys were cool. Yes, beer me, you know. And he like throws a beer, and it's like already open. Like when he drinks it, like you, you see that he catches it, and it's already open. And he takes a drink. And, I mean, the, the other things you can see they're not conservationists or anything like that. Like he throws the other can in the river and let it float down the I river. I think that was a, a part of the message. Of the whole movie was Damn, man sub- against suburban nature. guys. Yes, suburban yes. dudes coming out here and, treating and nature Bigfoot like crap. Gets pissed off because he doesn't like that. So maybe that's Bigfoot's. So he. Bigfoot's whole thing is Dave's just going arm. from suburb to suburb, killing off suburbanites. He takes Dave's arm, tears it off, and throws it at this friend who and knocks him out. I thought for sure, I thought, I thought it killed him, but obviously it didn't, because no. he, he came... It just knocked the shit out of him. Well, before that, he takes out the fisherman's heart and makes him eat it. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that, this, is, this was my favorite kill of the movie. Uh, do you guys have a favorite, a best kill? Um, I liked... Uh, one of the best parts is when all the suburbanites went hunting for Sasquatch, <laughs> and they had like they had one guy has like a, a winter on. Christmas sweater yeah, on, and the other guy has a khaki or has a, a I said flannel, one tucked in flannel. Then there's one guy that looks like Michael Myers, who has got the Michael Myers outfit on with the long blue, you know, work outfit, and that that well, scene was pretty cool when he tore off his head. I like that one. What happens was, um, what was it? Not not John. Who's who's the other cop? Steve. Steve. He's like, I know what to do. Gets on the phone, Zeke. <laughs> Get the buddies together, or whatever. And so Zeke, of course, is hunting red with these four other rednecks, and they all got they all got shotguns. First of all, okay, they all have shotguns. Again, and every time the bullets come to the Sasquatch, it's machine gun bullets. It's like, but again, those guns were dollar store guns. I mean, they weren't even like real guns. So in that scene, which I want to bring up though, when they go like, there's a group of five of them, I think total. So when they go out hunting, they start shooting. If you notice, they're all like right behind each other. It's like total bad gun safety. They would have shot each other. They all would have shot each other in the back because they were like lined up straight behind each other. (laughs) And the other thing is, I was really disturbed by the background music through the the whole thing. Like it was always like the 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 part like where it should be like the most scary part or the most. 
it's like the music would come on early or after that part. It was just not, it didn't go with the It didn't theme. sync. And then it would always be like these chains. Like you'd hear, it was almost like a, like a, like a haunted house, <laughs> like where you hear the chains, like a, like, a, like a demon coming, and it's like a Bigfoot. So you, you, would, you think you'd want to hear the huffing and puffing or breathing or, or something. Instead, you hear like some chains and stuff. So that was pretty poor. It, well, right the whole, whole movie is um, basically CGI'd um, in. Like even the sounds and everything was like, like when he's drinking that one guy's yeah. blood, you know, you hear the gurgle, 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 like loud, really loud. We're all used to drinking um, from a boot, and it was, he was drinking right straight from the, <laughs> the, the, the leg and foot, you know. I, I think this director Dave guy, here's my take. I think he stopped at the dollar store, you know, got his some of his props, and next door was that Spirit Halloween shop. Got a few props from there, some fake legs and a head, and then right next door was Best Buy, so he went in and got himself like one of those, uh, um, uh, what do you, what do you, what's got like Photoshop, Movie Maker, like a cheap little <laughs> thing. He's like, yeah, baby, I'm going to make myself a movie. <laughs> Can we go back, though, to those yeah. four or five suburbanites hunting Sasquatch? Because that's, that scene was a classic horror movie trope where you shoot the bad guy a million times with bullets and he doesn't die but then like at the end of the movie all it takes is like one little arrow to a specific <laughs> yes. spot and yeah. that kills him that's every like every, any Halloween movie past Halloween 3 is exactly like that yeah, it's, 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 well, the sm- it's the smog it's the smog it's the smog theory yes uh, Lord of the Rings smog you just you know the whole you can hit him as many times but if you don't hit him right in that one tiny spot with the, with the arrow it's not gonna work I wanna go even back further though we kinda forgot about the scene where Rick first talked with the editor his boss about not being able to come up with a good story in this town and i'm trying to figure out this this boss was real mean to him by the way this is the second movie in a row where the editor in the movie is like the best is real angry <laughs> pissed off all the time go ahead he's like you're weak you're not aggressive enough you know you're not going out and getting a story but he's yelling at him because he's like, I'm going out to get the story. I'm going out and, and investigating these murders. And he's like, you're weak. You're he not al- aggressive enough. He almost says, Come like, on. I got a story on Sasquatch. He's like, not good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know what's behind, what are these cops hiding. Uh, like, the fact that on, Sasquatch be- is here. Just believe me. Just believe me. I have a story. I don't have faith. I don't believe. I just sell. <laughs> I kind of want to back this editor, though, because if it wasn't for Sasquatch... What is happening in this town that would be front page news? I don't know, man. I mean, if, I mean, the the murders would, you know, <laughs> the five murders. Five murders. Are, definitely, you would think that that would be some kind of news story. I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to win him a Pulitzer, though. So, so who do you feel the worst about in this whole movie? Is what do you it, mean? Like who it, do I like, feel which bad for? Do you feel the most pity for? Is it is it John who lost his wife early? Is it Timmy who loses his mom? <laughs> now, can I tell you one more thing about every every? This movie is, has lots of um, of death scenes that have two people. There's two people walking. Two girls, friends are walking. Timmy and his mom are there. It's every every scene is like got two people and nobody helps each other. Ever, <laughs> everybody like they see the Sasquatch and the other person runs. They, they run away from their friend. Timmy doesn't even throw the ball at the damn Sasquatch when it's taking his mother away. He has a ball and he just stands there with it. So, I was bothered by that. You had asked earlier about your favorite kill death scene or kill scene. 
and then I'm going to tie this into both of who I felt sorry for. I'm going to have to go with um, the owner of Muffy, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy because Bigfoot finds Muffy and just probably takes him over his head and tears him in half. <laughs> and again, the, it was so bad. He's the only one that actually fought for the person that he was with. He actually fought for it. He didn't run away. The um, prop, I mean, the, you could definitely tell that was like a paper mache dog. It was like so bad. <laughs> That was. Muffy! <laughs> so, we have our favorite kills, best kills. Do you have a worst kill? What do you mean by worst? Like, this like was so pathetic. The worst, yeah, the most. Like, for me, it's when he takes off the mechanic's legs, but then he beats him up. But <laughs> he beats he, him it, with his own leg? But he beats him with his leg, but when he's beating him up, he's shown with two legs. <laughs> Even though he took off his leg as a beating up with a leg, he still is shown with two legs. Like they did not before, before we <laughs> CJ off one of, of that, his legs. In the beginning scene with the two couple, you know, that were trying to go to the party, they show him like the Bigfoot like tearing apart. There's like limbs the flying. Yeah. There's limbs flying everywhere. And then they show the bodies and you got pretty much like one's missing an arm, but that's it. But it's like all everything's there. So it's like I love how where all these limbs come from. I wanna know like it wasn't even limbs. All of a sudden you see bones. Yeah. Like just the bones are flying <laughs> around. Flying around. <laughs> it's like what what happened to all the skin and, the, and everything else that was there? Worst kill. Jeez. <laughs> it would have to be that first one. There's I think so that first many. one. I think actually as the movie progressed, the guy must have started figuring out some of those CGI things that he was working with. Because I mean, actually the the scene with the um you were just talking about with the mechanics. two mechanics. The kill on the first guy, actually, they kind of showed it inside his of his gut. stomach, and they showed his face was really messed up, you know, in his first hit. So I think he learned some CGI as he was going through the movie. Didn't he, like, I don't remember this, but I'll have to go with them. Didn't he step on someone's head, like, squash a head, like, just flatten yeah. it? Yeah, well, that, that was the final. Because they show, well, like, a big hunter. That was the hunter. final hunter, but the thing, here's the other yeah. thing. They had, a, they had a long, like, on his balls like they just kind of like focused <laughs> yeah, in on his nuts <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden Bigfoot yeah. came and smashed his head you know I'm like what was the I, like, I, 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 I for sure was thinking oh he's gonna smash his nuts right now I think he was nope. holding a camera and like talking just <laughs> like he's like looking up and he's like oh wait it's on his balls my <laughs> favorite part of that death though with the final hunter was these cops still don't quite believe that Sasquatch is out there, even though they've <laughs> seen about 20 murders at this point. And they've already been, seen Sasquatch a couple times. Yes, I think, at that but point. they still don't believe it. But then when his buddy says, it's Sasquatch, the one guy's like, no. Like, okay, <laughs> finally, I, it's confirmed that it's Sasquatch. Even, even Rick, that douchebag, you know, he's telling Tala, they're talking about, you know, the whole spiritual, and she's like, I'm chasing this Bigfoot body. And he's still, you you know, you still believe in that Bigfoot? He's like, you just fucking saw him, Rick. It's like, what so, don't you not believe in? If it wasn't for all the disappearing and reappearing thing, I would have been for sure thinking that the Sasquatch was really a person in an ape suit who was just like a psychotic molester of women. <laughs> a gorilla suit you know, with big cat <laughs> yeah, titties. I mean, it might be Timmy's dad for, in real life. You know, who... <laughs> that would have been a good... Actually, that would have been a great twist clap. Who too. actually was just trying to get Timmy back. Did you guys, wanted to kill the mother, wanted to find a new wife. Did you guys say that quote, by the way? Um, We'll do that when we do our... our we'll do our okay. quotes, our best quotes. I'll do that uh, later. Okay, so I forget about Timmy's mom. And <laughs> those two girls that got killed just happened to be walking in the oh, park. Oh, the hikers? And they, yeah, and then, and then they go, it's a public park. What could possibly be here? <laughs> <laughs> it must be a deer. <laughs> so I have a quick question i noticed something and i i just don't have any clue about this there was a paper signed in the police station and it said police reports 25 dollars each now in real life do you actually have to pay to file a police report <laughs> in this town you do 
No, I'm I'm actually <laughs> serious. Like, is that a real thing no, that you have to pay? No. <laughs> you have to pay for that. <laughs> that why, did they, they why did they have that sign? It's just a paper sign that they made. Well, there's only two cops, so they're doing a lot of work. What they're trying to say is that this is not a believable town. People are automatically sending in these wild claims all the time because they get money for their claims. So, <laughs> so is know, that why they're not acting up? Understand why these cops are like you know so nonchalant. With is that this. why they're not acting on any of these reports? Because they just want to keep getting reports. So the more crime they let it go, so that means there's going to be more crime and they're going to get more, more money. money. <laughs> okay, makes sense now. Question it answered. And what's up with Nerf bow and arrows? Like, so, <laughs> like, so, like, even, so if this, even if it was a real arrow, how slow those arrows yeah. come, it would never puncture anything whatsoever. I don't care how magical the arrow was I said, or there's, whatever. There's a dollar store. It was like you can get a crossbow. You can borrow a crossbow from somebody just for a couple scenes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So let's talk about the sexual chemistry between Tala and Rick. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, we learned really quick from Rick's friend. Rick, for some reason, had a d- dinner date with a friend just for two seconds. And, and he's like, that's why you never land any women either. Because he's like, he's not a go-getter, right? He's like, I just don't mingle very well. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? What was the purpose of that scene right there? Like, I, I to tell Rick, Rick is a in real life employee. is a virgin. <laughs> the real actor I played him was. I'm, you couldn't even, like, pretend to be, like. No, uh, a Morris, I guess. You know, it was just horrible. I so the, with these B movies, there's always, without a doubt, always an uncomfortable sex scene. And I was shocked that there was no like five minute uncomfortable I was so sex scene. With... Hoping for a tent scene, like I wanted. I mean, I, w- I wanted Sacagawea in that tent so badly. I wanted it okay, so badly. Okay, just so you know, like Leah, what was that? What's the in uh, Howard the Duck? <laughs> I can't forget. Tala was but... uh, very pretty, and she had some nice skimpy dresses on. I'll give her that. Um, so you know, this was my movie, and every movie I have a boob scene. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with Bigfoot's big ass titties. <laughs> and my that was the only thing Those we got out nice. of that one. I thought that would be like the only like you know I was like if we could have one good scene where Rick kind of uh, turns it on with Tala in, in her tent. It would have uh, just made it like a, a worth the hour. <laughs> Cabela's tent that she had <laughs> <laughs> with the turquoise tent. <laughs> She's a real Native American, you know. Yeah. She didn't want She's to build a no damn teepee. She yeah. went right, right to the Walmart and got the $99 tent. I think my biggest gripe with this movie was that it like it felt like something you would see on public access. That yeah. it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a, a high school kid's like film school film class project. I think we could do this movie. I mean, I think there was some special effects we'd have to work on. But I think we could probably make one with, with all the special effects that was even better, would be more realistic. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, more humor, because this yeah. movie just lacked humor after, like, the 20-minute mark. I mean, you could see that this, you know, when he wrote the script, that he put a lot of thought into his script, actually. I mean, I think some of the things that he was saying, I mean, he was definitely trying to put messages out there, and it's just the acting was so bad, just so bad. I mean, you could see, I think, Marty, you said that most of these people in here were his family members right his family members and like uh, just locals you know i mean they just you could see no one could could put off a line that made any kind of emotion at all and there was obviously no humor but did you did you find it so bad that it was funny like the room because i i was struggling because sometimes when it's so bad it's 
like ironically funny. Did you find that in this movie? There was no funniness part of it. Like it was not. It was not that kind of bad. It was Batman. Like it was like, why would you make this film bad? Speaking of the room, um, when I looked some stuff up on this movie for users reviews and stuff, um, this was right like uh, below or next to the room as like worst movie ever made. Oh, really? This was mentioned. A- with the room, this was mentioned a couple times. The room looks like Citizen Kane compared to this <laughs> movie, though. I can even come back to John. It's like John's character. He says even I think he says it directly. He says, um, "I'm never going to let this." He tells a story about what happened to his wife. He says, "I'm never going to let this happen again." But that's exactly what he keeps doing: is letting it happen again. He doesn't like try to solve the murder at all. He never comes, and at the very end, finally, when like they get like, "Oh yeah, now Sasquatch is here again." Then he finally starts going after it, even though he doesn't succeed at all. And so, spoiler alert, they end up killing Sasquatch, and then he doesn't even write the story. He just lives with Sacagawea in the woods, end of movie. So what was the point if yeah. <laughs> his whole movie, he's looking for like the big story to give him to the big city? Well, and the thing well, is, he's, he's always like... What, what they realize is what, my, what it all comes down to is spirituality, what we've been saying the whole time. It's not about the big story. It's not about the big city. It's about nature. And it's about hippie crap but I don't think Rick like understands that I think Rick's just trying to get laid I don't think he uh, understands what spirituality is or anything she's saying I think he's got he blinders on the whole movie pretty much <laughs> but all I know is that movie. grandma didn't help at all grandma he <laughs> went to grandma for advice and grandma said God is going to solve this this is a Christian this is like a Christian cult film I swear to God at first I was like, I, I, I was it like, kind of is I think it's a little I'm going to mix I'm going to say hippie Christian cult type of a film yes god don't worry just go over there go back to where you were before sit there and god will solve everything for you so you say this is a cult film and i say this is a scientology film because when i saw this movie or when i saw the director of this movie i thought it said david miscavige which is the leader of Scientology. <laughs> it's only missing two letters. You, you, you replace the M and I with the W and A, and you have this director. So at first, I'm like, oh my God, this is a Scientology film. Maybe it is. It, could, it very well could be. There was that one scene that I thought was, I think the best scene in the whole movie was when they were showing the woman in the, the, woman in the car eating a hot dog, <laughs> and then they'd flash over to, to Bigfoot eating like a, a leg, and then back to the hot dog, and it was just trying to show the dip that, you know what? She wasn't eating the might, hot dog. It might be really scary, but the reality is we're all the same. We're all eating meat, eating She wasn't each eating other. that hot dog. She was like gobbling and manhandling just that motherfucker. Same, the same like, way he was doing to the foot or leg that he was eating. With was the like, arm. And even the sound effects on even at a hot dog was just like... Like, so what? What was that? What do you think that was? Was that what he was <laughs> yes. trying to say? It was like we're yes. all animals. We are all animals out here. Is that well, what he was trying to? Trying it was to a punish? jungle type I, reference, like yeah. anti meat. <laughs> Again, no, it was the same thing, like anti society, rich people, like man, because these women had like a chandelier in her back seat, and they were supposed to be like this high society, you know, people. Why eating a hot dog in a car makes you high society? I don't know, but I think, and then all of a sudden, I think that had a. a an innuendo in the movie. Did you guys catch that or no? I, I did catch some of that. I did catch that, the whole kind of theory there, too. Um, was that hot dog cold? <laughs> I said the sound effect on that was, was great. She had, it's a, it doesn't look like it's a, it's like a wiener schnitzel hot dog. It looks like she made it in the in the microwave. The sound effect is so she was great. going to town on it. Be, like the Bigfoot would be eating like some meat or like some belly, right. and it would be like chips sound. It would be the chips, right, yes. sounds of cracking chips. You know, it's like what the what, 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 the CGI. The whole, yeah, it was pretty really bad in this movie. 
Um, can we talk about this scene? I know it w- went quick, but the one where um, there's a woman like crocheting and there's like rock music playing, and, <laughs> and her husband dancing in front of her. <laughs> that was one of my favorite. He's just scenes. like dancing. Yes, <laughs> you know he, she's crocheting. He's trying to say, "Hey, honey, I'm here." <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm here, and I want you. And and like, she had no interest. She had her she had her uh, night makeup on, <laughs> yes. or whatever it called was that a cream color face like, and little rock music in the background. And he's like just sitting there with one beer. Yeah. And, and he's, well, then he goes. She goes something like, "Hear the noise outside," and he goes to the door. And in the door, you can see Bigfoot. Like he's standing. I don't know if this was meant to be because like a screen door. Yeah. And there's Bigfoot, almost like the old Saturday Live skit, like, you know, Shark. Here. Land Shark. Yeah, Land Shark. It was almost like, you know, uh, Bigfoot, you guys want any Avon products? He was just standing right from the door. It's like, uh, it's Bigfoot. No, I for sure thought this guy could have hammed up his performance with the dancing and the creepiness, at least another two, <laughs> at least two, like another two levels. He could have went full Buffalo Bill. They could have cut the whole Rick and Tala love story bullshit. He should have done the top. The goodbye horses. <laughs> <laughs> they could have cut out the Rick and Tom bullshit and had these two, right? This would have been a better story. Uh, what do you guys think about the Thunderbirds? I mean, the uh, CGI hawks or whatever that was in there? <laughs> well, finally, I'm like, what the hell is up with these hawks at all the time? And then she kind of explains these are Thunderbirds. And so I right away thought, why didn't they just call this movie Thunderbirds? I thought they were That would have been a better, better... They look like crows. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just bad, When she had, when she had the purple Thunderbirds attack, the, you know, like... She's the worst shot with her with oh her my. with her thing, with her yes. uh, bow and arrow. But yet she can guide the Thunderbirds to attack the Sasquatch. Well, why weren't you doing that the whole time? Why are we sitting here with these Nerf arrows? She has these brand like qualities from Game of Thrones, where she can like see. She's the what was that called? like the Raven, yeah. the three eyed yeah. Raven. She sees through the Thunderbirds' eyes. But yet she can't like shoot a bow and arrow more than ten feet. <laughs> and yet this is, this is what she's been training for her whole life is to and every fight time this she, thing that she can't even. Well, shoot. every time she does shoot at it, I mean, he, he hit, she hits it, and blood is squirting like. I mean that that Bigfoot loses over twenty gallons of blood. I had, every, I had so, so many problems with, <laughs> but Tala. it just doesn't kill him. There was a line in the movie where she said. Um, I'm not running for my destiny. And then she took a shot and she missed. And then she started running away. <laughs> and I was like, "You just ran for your destiny." So do and we? Rick, real quick, Rick during that scene when he was running, he runs like he's in the Special Olympics. <laughs> like that dude. What was up with that cat? <laughs> no, they they casted the most unathletic people for this movie. There wasn't so, one in the two shape were, yeah, person were, in this were, movie. They were bad. Even the, the people that were like Zeke and the boys hunting, were terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zeke and the boys. These are definitely computer scientists or like definitely computer. You know, I bet you software engineers. But you, that's what he does in his free time is he's an IT guy and these are all people that work in the IT firm with him. I'm going to write this down. Zeke and the boys. Great name for a rock band. That's why I, th- I thought this movie could have been a lot better if it was more of like a suburban Sasquatch terrorizes like high schoolers. Yeah. Like the high school class. But they, it was just the most eclectic mix of Random people like that, and that 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 well, served no purpose to the story. They would just he would just kill people that served no purpose to the story. Speaking of high school, did you know this two, was filmed at uh, high school? This movie was made in two thousand four, correct? Correct. So yeah. why wasn't there any cell phones? Is it supposed to be like a movie that made was two thousand, but was was made like was supposed to be in the nineties? Or it kind of seemed because they all look yeah. more wore more grunge kind of outfits and stuff like that. But my question was like even things like when the hunters were out there, one of the guys got hurt or killed or whatever and 
someone's like, somebody call a doctor. That, hey. Like it's like 19, 1900s. It's like you don't call, you call an ambulance. What are you, what are you calling a doctor for? That was actually you stole my quote. <laughs> oh really? It was a guy who died. It, but you didn't say it like that. This is how he says it. One of his friends gets whatever his neck cut. I think you know. Yeah. So he's laying in a field, and his buddy's like runs over. He's like, oh, you know, I got you, I got you. He's ever he's like, cut, someone cut. Call, call a doctor! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> that was the exact line. <laughs> I said the same thing. He's like, call a the doctor. And then somebody has a magical net that they try to put oh, over. That CGI Sasquatch. net? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, God. I don't know if this is that Wonder Woman rope or that. what it is, but it, all of a sudden it was like like covering him kind of, and then he just like <laughs> takes the net off, <laughs> off his head. <laughs> it covered like maybe his net, neck and shoulders, and that was about it. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> but if you're going to CGI a net, why wouldn't you just fucking CGI a huge freaking net? So we have your best quote, Marty. Joel okay. was here. We'll get into your best quote. But do you want me to go up next? Okay. I'll um, go and then I'll. Yeah. yeah, you go then I'll go. Okay. So my favorite quote was actually the scene where um, the the mother and the son, um, the son's all playing soccer. I think is what he's doing. Yes. By himself. By himself. <laughs> and then he and then he sees Bigfoot, freaks out, runs into his mom, and starts saying, "Mom, I saw a monster! I saw a monster!" And the mom goes, "Monsters are not real." Like the boogeyman or your father. <laughs> Go back outside. <laughs> that was my favorite. And then Bigfoot kidnaps her. Which, again, For which is sex. my theory that the Sasquatch is actually Timmy's father. But that's just besides the point. So he was just keeping her like a prisoner, essentially? Well, he kept a lot of women. Because I think he would... He, he his, did. He his thought, his thought, his thought if, you, if you notice, he killed her right away. Did he? Well, if you know, well, she was no longer there when 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 uh, Tala was was kidnapped. The only girl that was there was the other hiker. They, in fact, they formed a little bond before she was taken out to get. I raped. don't know what he does, but he break, he takes women away and then. So I don't know, man. Yeah. To the bondage room, I think. <laughs> I just love it how it's just all tarps around. You go in the cave and it's just tarps. brown brown tarps and then. <laughs> some I think he might have thought like that. This will look like rocks. It does not look like a rock at all. Oh, oh no! Darn it, John! Get the gray tarps, not the not the brown tarps. <laughs> so my favorite quote is at the end of the movie when Sasquatch attacks Grandma at her house, and Rick and Tala come to save the day. And Rick goes to comfort his grandmother first, and he says, "Are you okay, grandmother?" And she says, "I've been through tougher times." Now, now my question is what did grandma go through that was tougher than getting attacked by Sasquatch she's a tough old lady uh, how old is grandma and when was this again when this is the 90s and grandma was probably what 60 70? or 70 yeah. hmm. Sasquatch is tearing limbs well, off she, the guys she, wasn't, she right. wasn't like a holocaust survivor or anything like that was she no I mean she would have been like a teenager then maybe she could have been a Holocaust survivor. That would have been a little bit more terrible, I think, than Sasquatch taking off limbs. She did tell uh, Rick at one point, she said, I don't like you, or you know I don't like you. <laughs> I, love, I love you. I love you. <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, Ma, for saying you don't like me, bitch. So, let's, but let's not forget about this quote. Can I play a quote? Yep. The whole movie was so it's like a, it's like a, I actually heard this sound once. Uh, a friend of mine um, 
licked another one of my friend's what? dog's butthole, and that was the exact sound that <laughs> okay. the dog made. You need to know that. <laughs> that was the exact sound the dog made. <laughs> I think someone recorded that. I just right, kept playing it over it, and over then. again. I was going to ask what noise did they make, but I think you just answered that question. <laughs> A bunghole getting licked. A dog's bunghole, to okay. be exact. <laughs> the same sound, the whole, the whole fucking movie. So I only have one final question before we get into segments, or we could talk about other things that I missed. But my big question is that I didn't understand was why did they make Bigfoot invisible? Was there some <laughs> deeper meaning behind that? I mean, it, it it definitely made him a little bit more, um, you know, hard to kill, you know, in general. So maybe that was just I, it made no sense about this whole when she was trying to explain about the spirituality and what. I mean, I can understand spirituality, but when does everything become where it's like ghost, you know, like just completely non-realistic at all? You know, that's not, I just feel like that was just not needed whatsoever. I feel like they could have just had a Sasquatch that she's been hunted for years and she's going to get this Sasquatch. This whole, it almost made like a futuristic kind of a part of the movie. I didn't get it whatsoever. I think this guy, this Dave uh, Wanstad, (laughs) (laughs) which he was a coach of the Bears a long time ago. Um, He, I think he is like, one of those Bigfoot, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, that, you know, not, not a believer, but a, who's, like, into it, you know? And mm-hmm. I honestly think this is how he views Bigfoot as, like, a paranormal character rather than just a guy sitting out in the woods. I honestly think that, if you, like, the meanings behind everything, the spirit, spiritualness of the movie, everything like that, I think that's how he views Bigfoot. I think we're deeping way too deep we're diving way too deep into this movie. I think he's just trying to fix a plot hole. I think he, 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 he mentions that Bigfoot travels from Oregon to Pennsylvania. He's like, how can I fix that plot hole of nobody seeing Bigfoot make him invisible? So I think he makes Bigfoot you know, invisible. Solve this whole problem, just not mention that he ever came from Oregon whatsoever, <laughs> yes. and it would have just been completely fine. No one would have lost a, a, an ounce of sleep. <laughs> it over would have made it. more sense if the police chief moved from like Philadelphia to the woods of. Do you think it was possible that when he was learning all these cool little CGI things on his little Photoshop or whatever it was that he was using? <laughs> That he figured out how to make something disappear and reappear, and he's yeah. like, "Oh shit, yes, yes. Bigfoot yes. is going to disappear and reappear over and over again because I figured this out." <laughs> I think that's more realistic of why it is. It? <laughs> so, do you guys want to talk about anything else before we get into God. segments? I mean, there's so much not to talk about in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm pretty good overall. I don't think I have anything else I need. I mean, I, I I'd like to even talk about watching this movie drunk or uh, sober because I can tell you right now. You want to do user reviews? Well, well, first let's before, do let's do drunk and sober first, and then yeah. we'll do movie. We'll do user reviews after that. Um, I want to tell you everybody that I watched this sober because I just I, I tried to watch it. I watched it today, right before I came over, um, and I can tell you 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 must have to watch this drunk and high together because I don't know how you could watch this sober and enjoy it at least so July 4th uh, me and Eric come home that night and we were had a few beers in us so we figured let's just sit down and start watching this movie I wish I would have had a tape recorder or camera on Eric because it was just like what the fuck no fuck what the fuck no God, what is what? What the fuck? 
that was basically we only really watched like whatever thirty minutes, and we we're just like. This, we looked and we like. There's another like hour. Left. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, on, on, uh, so, on Tubi, it shows you uh, real quick how far you. It shows you how many minutes you yeah, went yeah. through, and that shows you how many minutes are left. I was under the impression that the minutes that were left was the total. Like so, it was like it was like 53 minutes <laughs> so left. Thought, yeah. And I thought it was like oh, oh 30 minutes yeah. to a 53 minute movie. So right. I was going 23 minutes left. No, it was another <laughs> 53 minutes left of this movie. Um. So definitely drunk. Definitely drunk. <laughs> drunk, drunk, drunk. I'm going to do something that none of us have done yet and say, I do not recommend watching this. You should not just watch this movie at all. Do something better with 100 minutes in your life. There are so many better things to do than watch this movie. This movie hurts. You could water your plants. <laughs> you could be one with the animals. Yes. So Go on a nature I'm, walk. On that note, I'm going to do these user reviews because... Uh, on that note, I got someone here. Well, this is one. This is from Idiot Deluxe. It says, nipple-centric nipple Z-grade trash cinema. <laughs> uh, Aaron 1375. Should not be available to the public. It's so bad. <laughs> and this, okay, this is, okay, normally I just read, like, um, just the headlines that they have, but I'm going to do a little more. This one is from, uh, this one's from Question Mark. That's how he has himself. It says, there is no God. <laughs> I watched the first 90 seconds of this movie. Maybe two minutes. I turned it off, have fashioned a noose, loosened the legs on a dining room chair. I'll be going now, knowing that humanity is at its end. God has forsaken us all if he have ever existed, and all hope is lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> God I, like, I didn't feel that Holy bad. crap. <laughs> I watched this movie twice, so I got to that point on the second viewing. <laughs> you had you had the news fast and yeah. ready to go. Well, at first when he said there is no God, I'm like, that's kind of maybe what they're trying to say in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just giving up hope. Question mark said, "Fuck this." So I do not recommend watching this movie. But however, come on, you could we to. make could we remake this movie better? Yes, and oh, I think yeah. I think one way we do that is you make it like an Alien vs. Predator type movie. I think it's Suburban Sasquatch vs. City Croc. <laughs> and you have a bunch of horny teenagers and you got yourself the best movie on sci-fi at 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> I, like that. I, like that. I like that one. That one's not too bad. I would say and even it's definitely like, going to be like an hour. I would like say Suburban Sasquatch versus Karen. You know how they have these Karens that are out here right now? <laughs> and, and you have something like that rocket where it's some woman who's just crazy rock rocking out. And she's like the main character, though. She's like the, the pro- protagonist in the movie, and she's chasing him all So he's place. like fighting a PTA meeting. Yes. And like every single woman at this PTA is named Karen. Yeah, for like sure. all 23. For sure. I, I like love him. this idea. Because <laughs> that, like, that um, PTA fits in with you the said earlier though yes. i wanted to see like you said timmy it's timmy's dad or something yeah it would have been not for say timmy's dad but it would have been nice if it would have been like all of a sudden he takes the mask mask off, off and, it's and it's like a human uh maybe john's buddy was banging his wife or something <laughs> i don't know you what know? if he takes the mask off and it's actually the toxic avenger which would make more sense why he could rip people's limbs and stuff off or too. actually it's john the cop <laughs> Oh, was trying to tell Steve not to don't, get don't, oh, Rick involved. Oh, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. I like the John. Keep your reporter out of this. That would be And dumb. he's just getting revenge for his wife's death. Somehow she died somewhere along. Maybe Bigfoot did kill and he Maybe pretty, he made up that whole story and he's actually know. killed his own wife. <laughs> Hold on. I wish that was this movie. <laughs> Call Warner Brothers. <laughs> 
mean, do you have anything else? Because I'm I'm done talking about this movie. <laughs> but if you guys have anything else, by all means, I think we should start introducing next week's movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get off this track of stupid. B-rated movies that are not, you know, we don't, we're, we're done with this for a little while, so we're going to actually go to a classic. I haven't seen this classic, but it's a classic. On the waterfront? On, on the waterfront. Um, but it, it has something to do with water, because there's a bridge involved in this, in, this, uh, in this film title, but this is a movie directed and produced by the symbol, other known, otherwise known as Prince. And it's Graffiti Bridge. So, folks, you know, go out, watch Graffiti Bridge before next week. And also purify yourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> if, you, if you can't get to Lake Minnetonka, come on over to Lake Michigan. And we'll, we'll invite you over there. Any uh, parting words? <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Blind your eyes. Feel your tongue